Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84-L-O-U and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to The Great America Show. It's great to have you with us. Our guest today says Joe Biden is a crook and worse. He's Joe Biden's former stenographer at the White House. Mike McCormick is here to tell us all about Joe's lies, but first let's talk about Joe's lie of the week. Yesterday, on a way to a campaign event, he broke the rules and talked to the media. Imagine that, just outside Marine One. He was asked about the southern border and what he's doing to secure it. You've got to hear this. Joe says he's done all he can to secure that border. Joe forgot the 94 executive actions that he signed in his first 100 days, undoing everything Trump did to secure the border. Did Joe forget that he still has the power of the executive order, at least for another 11 months, where he could shut down the border altogether? I'm the only one asking this question. How much did the cartels pay Joe Biden to hand over that 2,000-mile-long border? And so it goes. Who's the most successful, amazing podcaster on earth? No, I have to be honest, it's not me. But thanks. It's actually Joe Rogan, who, among other things, is a Democrat. But he has a far different take on America than any other Democrat I've heard. Here's Rogan on his show this week, talking about why the Marxist Dems are so bad for America. 
because there's people that are trying to paint everybody that's supporting Trump as being a white supremacist or a racist or an an anti-immigration person or anti-human rights person. You want to vote in a dictator. They're trying to say the most ridiculous versions of what most of it is, because what most of it is is people that are fed up. They're fed up with the open border. They're fed up with the increasing government scrutiny on things like social media. They're fed up with the influence that big companies have over the things you do and don't do in this country. They're fed up with us being in these fucking wars, constantly being involved in wars. And they know that Trump was one of the few guys that when he was in office, we didn't get into more wars. We didn't. Yeah, we, he actually, they did do a, a great job of stopping ISIS. They did a lot of things with the economy that seemed to have been working. I'm not an economist. I'm not the guy to have this conversation with. You know, if you want to like talk about policies and what's effective, it's not effective. I'll tell you what's not effective, what's going on right now. What's going on right now is not good. And you want to continue this, you're out of your fucking mind. You look at the just sheer raw numbers of dollars that we sent to other countries this year that... You have to realize that if you wanted the country to be better, you would have spent that money here. On us. And if you spent that money on us and it stays in America, you got American jobs to make American cities better. You could have done a fucking substantial amount of rebuilding American cities with $170 billion. There's so much they could have done that could have elevated so many lives. And they didn't do anything. I don't think Rogan is a yes for Joe Biden in 2024, do you? Our guest today is former White House stenographer Mike McCormick. Mike, thanks for being with us. You've got a new book out, and it's straightforward. The title is The Case to Impeach and Imprison Joe Biden. Mike, you were the White House stenographer for 15 years, the stenographer for Vice President Biden from 2011 to 2017. And some of those I'd call the wonder years for the Bidens in terms of corruption. Mike, it's great to have you back here with us on The Great America Show. Thanks, Lou. Let's turn to, I, I mean, I, I have to say, the corruption you witnessed firsthand in the form of kickbacks. You've, you've witnessed some mighty questionable, uh, well, I would say, uh, scenes and events. Uh, tell us, if you will, first, the, the kickbacks, what you actually saw. So, um the kickback scheme was centers around Ukraine. And as a stenographer for Joe Biden, I traveled with him to Ukraine three times. He did a total of six trips there uh, from the time he was a vice president. He took one trip there in 2009. And then when the Ukrainian uh, uprising, the Maidan uprising happened in like January of 2014, that's when things started to get heated and he became very interested in being the savior of Ukraine and going over there and helping them with their um, energy security. That's when the kickback scheme started. So he did a trip there in April of 20, uh, April 21st, 2014. Then he went in June, I wasn't on that trip. Then he went later that year in November, 2014, I was on that trip. Then he went in 2015 in December, I was on that trip and that's when he fired the prosecutor, the guy Shokin, and then he did a final wrap-up trip just days before he left office in just uh, January 2017. Uh, very strange that a vice president would, uh, the tail, very tail end of his uh, term, 
rush over to not only Ukraine, but he also went to Davos for the World Economic Forum. So naturally, so, naturally. <laughs> so I was there for that. So when did I see the kickback specifically on that flight to um, April 21st, 2014? There was a kickback scheme underway, and I've got tons of evidence of, of, of it that I derived from digging into the Hunter Biden laptop. The emails show interactions between Joe and Hunter and Devin Archer. And um, days before this April 21st trip, there was a meeting of the three of those in the White House. And then on that flight, Jake Sullivan walked to the back of the plane and explained to the press when questioned, what kind of energy security is Joe Biden bringing to Ukraine? And he explained, we're bringing stuff for, for um, non-traditional uh, gas resources that's fracking and that was that was um the biden kickback scheme centered around burisma's fracking they were growing their fracking business so basically he was saying on behalf of joe biden we're going to go help their fracking and that was burisma right so it's sort of an interesting thing for a vice president to be involved did you were any of uh, hunter's business partners with joe and hunter on on these trips no no uh Hunter and Joe were never seen together, very, very little, very few. And, and you know, you can tell from the way the uh, laptop, they coordinate their communication on the laptop, but um, they try to keep a distance. But there's a lot of instances that I put in the book about meetings they had, critical meetings of strategic, right. developing the strategy for this kickback scheme. Then they go into the White House and they further it. Then they go on this trip in April 21st, 2014, and then as problems begin to pile up, Hunter Biden relays information back into Joe. He's on the phone with him every day. That's what Joe used to brag about. I'm on the phone with my kids every day. And Joe would set up American policy to fix uh, what, you know, first of all, put money in Burisma's pocket, but also to um, fix their problems. So there was an interconnect, if you will, between the issue, the uh, the great gift of fracking from Joe Biden to the Ukrainians, and Burisma was going to be involved in that as well? Correct. Burisma had um, huge contracts for fracking. In Ukraine was one of the few countries in Europe that allowed fracking. They had large um, unconventional gas reserves in the eastern part of the uh, country. That's where they're fighting now. Basically, this invasion by Putin, he's invaded Ukraine to take over their, their natural gas reserves. Um, and he'll have a, a monopoly on energy in that part of the world, transmitting it into Europe at high prices. So you know, he's he's got Europe strung out. You know, Biden went in there as a savior of Ukraine, but he brought his corruption along with him, and Putin just walked in behind it. And it was all about fracking. And fracking is what was going on in Crimea. Putin took that over. And Burisma had contracts there. So now, basically what we watched here over the course of this time, uh, your period as a White House stenographer traveling with a vice president to the current day, Joe Biden, who was going to do so much for Ukraine, is now responsible for the war uh, being waged by by Vladimir Putin's Russia against Ukraine, devastating the country, destroying uh, so so many 
thousands of lives uh, and property. Uh, the, the, uh, it's going to be a restoration project of immense proportions. And this is the guy who was doing so much for Ukraine, and he let this happen because he not only refused to shut down uh, Vladimir Putin and stop that war before it began. He has also stopped peace negotiations as well between Ukraine uh, and the Soviet Union. So it's sort of hard to see the the game that he's playing, but it is a game, uh, and I do not know to what end. We're talking with Mike McCormick. He is the author of the book, The Case to Impeach and Imprison Joe Biden. And I have to recommend it to you highly, folks. Uh, this is a, a book that is very important. When we continue, we're going to be talking about a picture. It's a picture of Joe Biden and the president of Honduras in Honduras. And you ask, reasonably so, what was Joe Biden doing in Honduras? And he has a way when he travels, business gets done. We'll, re, we'll be right back with Mike McCormick, the author of Case to Impeach and Imprison Joe Biden. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Lou Dobbs here. I'm delighted to let you all know that the program Lou Dobbs Tonight has returned to the air. That's right. Lou Dobbs Tonight is back. We're live each and every weeknight at 7 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Central on rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. That's rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. I hope you'll be joining us for Lou Dobbs tonight as our fight to save this country has only begun. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We're back now with Mike McCormick. The book is The Case to Impeach and Imprison Joe Biden. And there's uh, there's so much... Fascinating uh, in, uh, information and uh, anecdotes in this uh, in this book, Mike, uh, and and certainly what is fascinating to me is that, that the audience needs to know is you were interviewed about uh, Joe Biden's corruption by the House Oversight Committee. Uh, tell us about that real quickly, if you would, and, and what the result was. Yes, thanks on that, Lou. My determination, you know, I started writing a substack, the substack called Midnight in a Laptop of Good and Evil. And I based it on what I found on the Hunter Biden laptop. And then I started going back into my own personal experience of what I saw Joe do. Well, along the way, um, I started putting out some significant evidence. And I went to the FBI with what I just described to you, this 
trip, this April 21st, 2014 trip and said, this was me witnessing a crime. And what I year, like what be, year did you go to the FBI? Uh, that was February, just last February. So February, 2023. Mm -hmm. um, and I never heard back from him. I kept, I talked to some other media and then eventually got to the attention of the uh, oversight committee and the oversight committee had me down for an interview and it, it struck me as odd the way they were talking to me. There were lawyers, I was talking to the lawyers and they're very non-committal, but it struck me that what they wanted and I told them quite a bit of information that I knew at the time, it struck me that they wanted to only focus on the Biden crime family the information I had at the time included Barack Obama, um, Jake Sullivan, and later I developed information about the uh, embassy in Ukraine, Ambassador Jeffrey Pyatt, Assistant Secretary um, uh, of State uh, Victoria Newland, And, you know, the more evidence, I, and I would pass that information on as I wrote my substacks to them. And I never heard back from them after I did this interview. At the end of the interview, they said, well, you, you've got some really interesting things that we've, we've heard about. Um, and I said, well, I'd love to testify. And they said, well, yeah, I don't, you know, we're not gonna see that happening. They didn't really say, they were just non-committal. And they said, you really would like to testify? I said, yeah, and they just sort of shrugged and said, well, okay, we'll see. And well, so then they- You know, Mike, you're telling me that the investigators uh, didn't want to ha have your evidence at all? No. And they, they put me in touch with the Senate Homeland Security Governmental Affairs Committee investigators, and they were a lot more receptive of the information, and they actually gave me some information. One of the leads they gave me was, you should look into this guy, Pyatt. And once I did, I started finding more stuff there. So Spell just, his name. Spell his name. Pyatt, P-Y-A-T-T, -T, Ambassador Jeffrey Pyatt, Jeffrey with a G. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I thought, okay, they're setting up this investigation. They're going to do these in, these interviews. I should get interviews. I, I still haven't been interviewed. So I went to the U.S. Attorney David Weiss. I said, "Look, I've got evidence. You should have me in in front of you." And he ignored what I told him. And then I set up. I wonder why. I wonder why. And this was before he. This was in May. So this was before he came out with that devious um hunter biden you know uh plea deal that was so sweetheart deal yeah. sweetheart deal so you know they wouldn't talk to me so then eventually when it, it got when the sweetheart deal got kicked out by the judge the judge made a ruling and said if any third party has something to say about this case contact my chambers and i contacted the judge's chambers and sent them information and I called them and they heard back from them and they said, yeah, we got your information. And then the very next day, David Weiss was named as the special counsel. And that's where it sits now in the investigation of Joe Biden, as far as the, as far as the Department of Justice is concerned. And I haven't heard from him. So that's why I wrote this book. And I haven't heard from the, you know, the investigators in the House or the Senate or special counsel David Weiss. Why not? I don't know. I mean... You see what's in the book. I took, I put the book out to the court of public opinion. That way, uh, at least people can see the evidence and say, you know what, this guy should really testify. Well, it's 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 clear that you should have been uh, should have testified. Uh, you would have been under oath in a trans uh, transcribed uh, interview. 
Uh, I, I don't understand why they would not want that information. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Let, let's turn to to the picture that I mentioned uh, that you have of Joe Biden and the president of Honduras. What year was that? You know, I don't know when this picture was taken. Uh, I found it on Twitter. I looked mm -hmm. into uh, President Orlando Hernandez's Twitter feed, and there was this picture of him and Joe Biden in close contact with each other. They're clearly in the Roosevelt Room in the White House. I've been in that room hundreds of times. I know that room really well. That's where they are. And it's I think it's early in their uh, relationship, which would have been about 2014. Um, the um, there was the unaccompanied minor crisis in the summer of 2014. And Joe Biden weaseled his way into being in charge of that, too. And one of the things they did as they were investigating how to fix this un this crisis was he had uh, President of Honduras, President of Guatemala, and the President of El Salvador come to the White House and meet with him and President Biden. So I think that was around that time. Summer of 2014 could have been um, fall of 2014, potentially even 2015. Did but you ever see any other interaction between the two? Oh, yes. Um, between Hernandez and um, Biden, they did a lot of meetings around this. It's called the Alliance for Prosperity. And Biden took trips down to the region. Uh, I never went to Honduras with him when he met Orlando Hernandez. I went uh -huh. to Honduras with him in 2012 when he met Orlando Hernandez's predecessor, a guy named Pepe Sosa Lobo, whose son is now in prison for smuggling tons of cocaine into America. And Hernandez's brother is now in prison for smuggling tons of cocaine into America. Hernandez is in it's prison. It's tough being a brother of a president in uh, Honduras, isn't it? Yeah, the family members of the presidents, and the presidents were using their government. And, and the Obama-Biden administration knew it. They had well, let's, you know what? Hold it right there. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and you tell us what you got on President Barack Obama. We're okay. talking about Mike McCormick and the case to impeach and imprison Joe Biden. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Back with Mike McCormick. The book is The Case to Impeach and Imprison Joe Biden. Uh, and Mike, we've seen a photo of Hunter Biden. By the way, everybody, we're going to have that photo on Lou Dobbs tonight 
this uh, Thursday uh, at uh, 7 Eastern, 6 Central. And we'll have uh, Mike McCormick explaining that picture. Take a look at it, see what's going on. And we'll run down how, just how it is that the brothers of uh, Honduran uh, presidents seem to end up in jail. Uh, and why... Uh, why was Biden doing business down there? We'll uh, take that up. So let, let's turn, if we may, to Barack Obama here, Mike. What, what do you have on Obama? Well, clearly in the book, um, I talk at length about Obama being the invisible hand behind all of Joe Biden's kickbacks. Right. Clearly, he was involved in Ukraine. He's been covering it up since. But also this Alliance for Prosperity deal that went into um, with the Alliance for Prosperity was something they set up in 2014. So in 2014, Joe Biden does- uh, Who set it up? He, it was set up uh, by, by the Obama-Biden administration to address this um, my, um, unaccompanied minor crisis. So that's when they built the cages. You know, the Democrats were, were hammering uh, President Trump over the, putting these kids in cages. But it was actually the Democrats through this Alliance for Prosperity that set up these cages along the border. So 2014, they came out and decided to fund massively um, relief for the reasons why these migrant children were coming here. All Joe right. Biden sent $500 million from 2014, 2015, and 2016. Over those three years, he sent $500 million to Honduras El Salvador and Guatemala each. El, Honduras is only 9 million people. He's in $500 million to the guy in the photo, that's Juan Orlando Hernandez, who was smuggling drugs into America by the ton. And Obama knew it. Obama knew it and Biden knew it because the Drug Enforcement Administration had um, Orlando Hernandez's brother on tape recorded in 2014, in February 2014, on tape saying, yeah, we're gonna use the government and we're gonna ship tons of cocaine in there, is no problem. And they were aligned with the Sinaloa cartel. One of the big contributors to Juan Orlando's um, campaign is was uh, El Chapo, who's now in prison. Right. So these guys were up to their arms in, up to their necks in cocaine smuggling and cartel affiliated activities. And Joe Biden threw money at him by the hundreds of millions of dollars with Barack Obama's blessing. Well, I don't know if that he could have done that without, certainly, uh, not more than a blessing. It would seem to me would have to require a presidential order for uh, money in that uh, amount uh, to be changing hands, particularly in Honduras uh, or El Salvador, uh, you name it. Uh, Central America is not exactly a... Uh, you know, a, a large Midwestern mall. It, it's uh, somewhat uh, uh, crooked just across the board, whether it's illegal immigration, sex trafficking, you name it. Uh, could could this be why uh, Joe Biden decided to turn the border over to the Mexican drug cartels? Absolutely. I think that's exactly what he did. I think that $500 million was either a, a down payment to the cartels to get their trust so that when he was elected president, they would trust him to set up this yeah. gigantic human trafficking operation. I think that's what it was. Well, we were going to find out. And uh, I'm the only one asking the question these days, and uh, even in independent media. 
uh, about why uh, we're watching this, the cartels given uh, the the Mexican uh, border, uh, the border with Mexico. Uh, it's outrageous. There's got to be a reason because nothing else makes sense. Uh, and this president is just doing exactly what the Chinese tell him. Uh, this president is doing exactly what Mexico tells him. And uh, Lord knows who, who else <laughs> are dispatching orders to our cognitively impaired puppet president, uh, who is also as corrupt as uh, obviously on so many levels as he can be. I want to ask you about that connection between Obama and Biden. What makes you think they were in league together? Does it have anything to do with that that uh, limousine ride? Yeah, I, I think that's part of it. But, you know, I behind the scenes, I, I heard a lot about uh, you know, the kind of whispers that are sent around the White House without making it out into the media. You know, there was a lot of disrespect directed towards Joe Biden, but by by Biden, by uh, Obama's operatives. But Obama always stuck up for him. And personally, <clears throat> I think they developed a rate, a relationship while uh, Joe Biden was the chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. Obama was newly elected. Biden brought him in under his wing. And I think Biden understood what was going on in Obama's world to the extent that he had some leverage on him. I think he it wasn't just, you know, I want you to be uh, I, I want you to be my vice president. I think Obama had to have Biden as his vice president. And Biden was given all the plum assignments. He took over Iraq. He took over, you know, when he first got in there, he took over the rest uh, the Restoration Act, I guess it was called. Um huge he spent time i'm not exactly positive of this but i've heard this reported he spent more time in the white house cabinet room for the uh in the first term in obama's first right. year than obama did directing this um well the, uh, the word is that obama didn't spend much time in the white house either in the oval office or, or anywhere else uh he was not what we'd call a workaholic uh right. We're getting out. We're running out of time here, Mike. Uh, we're going to take this up with Mike on all of these issues on the Lou Dobbs Tonight Show, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, Thursday evening with Mike McCormick. The book is The Case to Impeach and Imprison Joe Biden. Mike, it's been uh, it's been great talking with you, and I think everybody wants to know a lot, lot more. Uh, give us uh, give us in thirty seconds your concluding thoughts here today. Well, Joe Biden is clearly um, a criminal. He proved that in Ukraine, and he committed treason in Honduras. He gave aid and comfort to our enemies, the cartels, and we're seeing the results of both of those things right now. Millions of dollars trying to be directed to criminals in Ukraine. They're abusing our funding and our tax pay, our tax funds. And then the southern border is now owned by the cartels. That's all Joe Biden and Barack Obama. Mike McCormick, thanks for being with us here today. Look forward to talking with you Thursday, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 uh, Central uh, on uh, on Rumble.com, on Lindell TV, uh, on, on Twitter as well. So uh, we'll be there, you be there, and we'll have a, a conversation. Thanks so much, Mike. Mike McCormick. Thanks, and Lou. Th thanks, everybody, for being here today. Join us tomorrow. Our guest is J.R. Majewski, an America First candidate running for Congress in the great state of Ohio. 
and Speaker Mike Johnson just endorsed his opponent. But why? That's what we'll get to tomorrow. Please join us tomorrow as we discuss that very important question. And please join us for Lou Dobbs tonight each and every weeknight on Rumble at 7 Eastern, 6 Central on Twitter, Apple TV, Frank Speech at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central. Follow me on Twitter and True Social at Lou Dobbs, on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight. Thank you for being with us. God bless you and may God bless America. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.